Welcome to the Honey Club. Welcome to episode two. We have all the fall vibes with our little pumpkins and fall candle today. <laughs> so welcome. And today we are going to be talking about kind of a spicy topic. It's a little spicy. Especially in the South. <laughs> oh yeah. People, you know, let's just get into it. Whatever you're talking about. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> She's going to catch herself. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to talk about MLMs, mm-hmm. our thoughts on them, Yep. which we have Real, a lot of. raw, and honest. Very. We really didn't prep for this episode, so. You're just giving the organic vibes today. Very organic. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also going to be touching on drugstore lines and products, mm-hmm. and we will kind of finish this off with talking about the medical lines that we carry in yeah. our studio. I know I always get asked about why I chose it, so. Agreed. That is a little deep dive into that. A frequent question. Mm-hmm. So, to kind of begin, I'm going to give us a little bit of definition. I was going to go with history, but that's probably not <laughs> the right word. So, yes, I'm going to go with a definition. So, when it comes to MLMs, yeah. a lot of people don't they know what it is, but they don't know what it is. Yeah. They just know that their friend sells it. Exactly. <laughs> She's coming in hot today. <laughs> so MLM stands for multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. And essentially what that is, is it's a business that involves the selling of products to family and or friends. And it requires you as a seller to recruit other people to do the same thing. Right? Okay. So now a lot of people get... MLMs confused with pyramid schemes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They're the same thing. <laughs> they're the same. They are the same. But legally, they're not. Very tiny difference. Yes. Like, I mean minuscule. Like, they are really walking the tightrope on whether they're a pyramid scheme or not. And I feel like truly someone went to jail and then looped it around. Yeah. And made this whole difference. I mean, it's the teeniest, tiniest difference, so we're going to get into that. So, essentially, the way MLMs work, like we said, it's a business that requires the recruitment of Mm -hmm. others to sell the products, but then also to recruit others to do the same thing. Yep. And so, essentially, the people at the top will make the most money, right? The owners of the company who recruit people to their company to then sell their products. So for example, if I come out with a line of scrunchies, yeah, super random, I'm hoping that there's no MLM scrunchies out there. That would be depressing. Fingers crossed. (laughs) (laughs) But if I come out with a line of scrunchies and, you know, I make them, I'm marketing them, and then I bring on Megan to sell said scrunchies. But I have to come buy the product first this is where MLM starts to happen. Yeah. Because if she was just selling the scrunchies for me, Mm -hmm. that would be an employee, not an MLM. So yes, normally with MLMs, you will have to recruit someone to come into the business. And normally that comes with a price. It is not free. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give just, you know, a sprinkling of words of wisdom, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) The great words of my brother... If you have to pay for a job, it's not a job. It's a scheme. <laughs> I love that. That's so true. Yeah. Exactly. You should not be paying Mm-mm. for the job that you have. That is weird. Because, I mean, think about it. If you went into a job interview, 
mm-hmm. at Old Navy. And they're like, okay, you're hired, but you're going to actually have to buy the stock of jeans from us mm-hmm. and then work on selling it. Like, that would be weird. That's really weird. Yeah. So, yes, they, re- they require recruitment of people and then they require you to sell that product as well. So what sets an MLM apart from a pyramid scheme in particular is that they are required to make more than 70% of its profits from selling its products or services in order to not be considered a pyramid scheme. Right. If they fall below that 70% mark, they are in pyramid scheme territory, which, ladies and gentlemen, is a class six felony. (laughs) Uh, So... You could go to jail. Not the ones, I think, necessarily selling it, but um, the owners Yeah, would yeah. go to jail. Um, it also, you know, walks a very similar line of a Ponzi scheme, which is a whole other rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. So we're going gonna, gonna to <laughs> really break down this MLM part. So, like we said, it's a pyramid at the top. The owners, then the distributors who recruit, and then those distributors that also recruit and those distributors that also recruit and sell, right? So Mm -hmm. the people at the top are making the most money, the people at the very bottom, honestly, are paying for all the people at the top to have money because they are often losing money. MLMs are a very common thing, Yeah, especially in the United States. I don't know where you're listening from. Like if you're not selling it, I can guarantee you, you know several people who are. 100%. I don't know if it's a very, um, I guess, normal thing in other countries. I don't if think the Earth so. even exists. I'm not sure. But um, in, in America, <laughs> here, you can scam your way into anything, anything. The land of the free and scammers. <laughs> um, so Megan, yes. I know that you are quite familiar with quite a few skincare related MLMs. Now there are a lot of different MLMs, but yeah, I would there's like an us MLM to touch for everything. Yeah. So what are some of the MLMs that you are familiar with? So New Skin, mm-hmm. um, Rodan and Fields, and then Mary Kay are a few of the most popular ones that I have come in contact personally with. And I always have to tell people, you know, I have clients coming all the time telling me they're using these lines. And I'm usually pretty straight up and honest with them Mm -hmm. and tell them, you know, that's not doing great for your skin. Like, why is that not doing great for your skin, Megan? So let's think about it, right? Mm -hmm. There are so many people selling it. They have to make such a profit for so many different people they're producing it at the cheapest level possible exactly this is where we really go into private labeling <laughs> uh, which will be into the a, next one a topic for another time <laughs> most likely the next one but um so they're producing it as cheap as possible they aren't using a lot of actives it's all fillers and also the price point at which they're selling it you're paying so much money for nothing Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're also paying so much money for it to strip your skin. I can honestly say I've not had one person <laughs> come in 
that was using MLM skincare and their skin was fine. So do with that what you will, you know, do with that what you will. But <laughs> I never suggest it ever. Just the ingredients are cheap. The product itself is cheap. Yeah. And these brands also aren't focused on selling the product to consumers. They're focused on recruiting people to sell it, you know, and occasionally those people will try to sell the product, but that's also why they reach out to yeah. their closest friends and family. Yes. Because they know that their friends and family will want to support them, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a, a little bit of an easy target. It is absolutely bonkers to me. So I'm currently on <laughs> the, the New Skin website, oh, Rodan yeah. and Fields website, and Mary Kay's website. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just right at the top, every single one of those pages is, join our team. Yeah. <laughs> sell Mary Kay. Sell New Skin. that's sell how they make the their money. It's from recruits, it's, not from selling the product. Yeah, it's absolutely bonkers to me. And if you don't know if you're a part of an MLM, my question to you is, these are, you know, these are some serious questions. Ready? Did you pay to be a part of this company? Are you having to rely on selling to your friends and family on Facebook and Instagram? And, ready for this one, are you making any money? <laughs> I was going to say, did someone DM you on Instagram that's about my, it? Yes, that's <laughs> another one. Did someone DM you? on Facebook or Instagram with the catchy line, hey babe, hey boss babe, <laughs> hey girly, <laughs> hi love. Um, those are your red flags, okay? You look like you could use a side hustle. Yes, all of that. That's a sign of an MLM, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are paying to be in this company, most likely an MLM, not saying definitely, but most likely. Most likely. Um, if you are relying on selling to family and friends, most likely an MLM. Yeah. And if they want you to recruit other people. If you're recruiting, MLM. <laughs> and if you were contacted through, hey babe, hey boss babe, <laughs> hey empowered female. <laughs> yeah. Any of those beautiful taglines, most likely an MLM. Exactly. Okay, those are all red flags. And very red. I hate to say it, but in most of these cases, you don't make any money. No. No, this is a money pit for sure. So I feel like the only times that people make money, and I could be wrong, because I have never sold MLM products, but it's when you get in on it very early, and you're one of the top yeah. people in like the recruiting game. I think you can make money in, a, in an MLM without being in it super early, but mm-hmm. I think you have to be like near influencer status. Oh, like yeah. You have to have so many. Yeah dedicated friends and family so like yeah that's true for example and this is terrible because it's such um an abuse really but like people that are like very popular in their community in their churches oh yeah and um like ptas and stuff like that where they have a lot of people that they Mm -hmm. are surrounded by on a daily basis often are the ones that do make money from mlms and then unfortunately recruit a lot of people to do the same thing yeah. that they're doing because everyone else sees that they're doing so well and making all this money and yeah. in reality like that's not going to be your case because if you are not super popular yeah super influential and yeah. have all these people that are you know ready to drop 
fifty to six hundred dollars, yeah. you know, on the spot to become a recruiter and to also buy products from you, you're not gonna make money. No. It's unfortunate, but that is the truth. So all of these companies that you have mentioned have yeah. been <laughs> MLMs since like the early nineties. Yeah, they've been around, especially Mary Kay. Mary um, Kay I feel opened like Mary stores. Kay is probably the most well-known one because it's like, that's the one that our grandparents used, at least yeah. my grandparents. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I feel like Mary Kay has been around the longest and it's one of the most well-known ones, especially because everyone, you know, sees the pink Cadillacs and they're like, oh, cute, you know. The iconic pink Cadillacs. They yeah. opened its stores in 1963. With one foundation and four skincare products. What a great start. Love that. <laughs> Go Mary. <laughs> Go Mary. Is there even a Mary? Was it started by I a Mary? I have no idea. I feel like I should know that, and I don't I don't think I do. It's okay. Um, Rodent and Fields is really an interesting one, because I think they... Okay, so they have been around for so, so, so long. They've been mm. around since 1995. Wow. However, I feel like they have done a really good job of keeping up in the times. I'm not complimenting them, okay? Take a step back before... So don't mm -mm. clip that. Do not take me out of context. I am not complimenting You're going to be the face of their website. I now. am. I'm, I swear, 30 seconds and I will be. They have done a good job at one thing and one thing only. Having a web designer that kept their website looking up to date. Because this... Oh, yeah. No, it looks good. Girl, modern. The logo and stuff, like, this looks real modern. If you don't know that, like, they're an MLM and you just, you know, hear, oh, I use a dry shampoo from Rodin Fields, you're like, oh, that's a cute name. Yeah. I'm going to go to their website. This looks like a legitimate website. A legit website. website, yeah. Um, it's not until <laughs> you go to the side that says become a consultant and perks program <laughs> where yeah. you realize mm -mm. this is not a legit what company. I mean, they are a company. You know. How legit they are. Up to speculation. You know how I just forgot about two that also created a skincare line? Hmm. Monat or Monet? Monet. I thought they were exclusively hair, but yes. They the did. Last couple they years, just started a, They did start. Which is crazy because they're like being sued too. So it's like, so why are you going to go start a new line when you're being sued? Because it's really hard to technically prove. Yeah. Um, the a Ponzi scheme is a Ponzi scheme. That's that true. a pyramid scheme is a pyramid scheme. Because all they have to do is manipulate numbers. Well, I think they're being sued for, like, making people's hair fall out. No, they are. Okay. But... Oh, cool. Love that. That's also a very hard thing to prove. Thanks, federal government. <laughs> <laughs> very, very difficult thing. Um, so, yes. Unfortunately, all of these companies are still very active. Mm -hmm. Don't come for me. Do not sue me. Okay. It's but all alleged. It's all alleged. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, all these companies are still, you know, active. They are still selling. They are still actively recruiting. Now, I feel like the reason why me and Megan are very against it are very similar. You mentioned the fact that they require the output of so much mm -hmm. so quickly that they are putting really, really crappy ingredients in yeah. there. It is a lot of filler. And I will 100% agree with that. I will say another reason I'm 100% against this is because if you are relying on the recruitment of others to sell your product, then your product is not that good. No. Your product should be able to stand on its own two feet and sell without you needing to then 
make someone else buy into selling it mm-hmm. and then sell it. That is ridiculous. Yeah. And that's not the same thing as whenever, you know, you go into a medical grade line and you have to purchase from the company in order to bring the line into your store. Yeah, that's so you, wholesale. That's wholesale. That is not you, you know, paying them to sell their... You are. You're paying them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard because it's such a distinct little fine line. Yes. Because I sell retail, but yeah, I'm not paying the company that I sell retail from, like, um, enrollment fee, I guess, yeah, is the best you, way to say it. You bought the product, I bought and you these sell products. it at your own pace. Exactly. I am not paying extra for these yeah. products. Like, they, they don't give me a designated pack, and I have to sell from that. And, you know, right. this pack maybe is worth $400, but I had to pay 600 in order to join the company and sell yeah. the products. I pay for exactly what I purchase, mm-hmm. and I sell it at my own pace, and I am not recruiting other people to sell said products. Yeah, it's just you. It is just me. So that's what really is going to set you apart from being an MLM, mm-hmm. is can this product stand on its own two feet? If it can't, this is probably an MLM. Yeah. So those are some reasons why I'm 100% against it. I think MLMs do take a lot of advantage of women honestly 90 percent of their sellers are women there are definitely men that are out there that are also involved in mlms and Mm -hmm. to you my heart goes out to you because what are you doing babe go run run (laughs) just start running go for a light jog (laughs) in the opposite direction of whoever recruited you if you want a little bit more of a deeper dive go watch the LuLaRoe documentary on Honestly, just go on YouTube and yeah. look up MLMs, <laughs> It'll and be a there will be a really large selection of videos. But the LuLaRoe documentary is very interesting, and I feel like it does a really good job at like breaking it down. Yes, and that's a legging company, but really, yeah, it applies, it applies to, all, to of all of them. They are all the same. Um, even essential oils, you know, are mm-hmm. they are a monopoly of. MLMs, yeah. it's doTERRA, Young Living, yeah, a yeah. couple other there. I mean, there's just, there's so many. I mean, there's even Sensi, the candle MLM. Oh, yeah. There are like, candle MLMs. It's crazy. It's Pretty much anything you can think of will turn into Tupperware was an MLM originally, wasn't it? Yes, 100%. I think that was one of the first ones was Tupperware. Yeah, crazy. But, yes, it's a very, it's a very sketchy thing. It's really sad because it does take advantage of, of women who are trying to become entrepreneurs yeah. and provide for themselves without compromising being a mother or being yeah, a wife. Yeah, because that's, I mean, I've been reached out to several times since I've had my son, and they're always like, oh, like, your son's so cute. Like, have you thought about making money while you can stay at home with him? And it's like, block, delete, <laughs> bye. <laughs> I love that. That's the slogan for this for this episode. Block, delete, bye. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. Because women, I mean, you have a right to be an entrepreneur, if that's what yeah. your heart calls for. And you have a right to want to stay home with your kids and, you know, be a wife and be a stay-at-home mom, but still, you know, want to make some money for yourself. Yeah. And it's really, really sad seeing these companies take such advantage. And manipulate them yeah. into, like... Because I feel, too, especially when you're a new mom, like, there's so much pressure to go back to work and get back out there. And mm-hmm. some people, especially now, I've seen a huge wave of women just being like, 
I'm just staying home. Like, I'm not going back to work. So I feel like these companies come in and prey on it even more. I feel like it adds to, like, that mom guilt. Yeah. And if there's one thing moms don't need more of, it's guilt. Like, <laughs> we got it, y'all. We got it covered. So, <laughs> stand over DMs. So, yes. Honestly, if you're looking for good skincare, talk to an esthetician. You don't even have to go in and see one. I know for myself, like, I can speak for only me. If you were to DM me and just ask me, like, hey, I'm struggling with my skin. I've been using Mary Kay or should I use Mary Kay or should I use Rodin Field or should I use New Skin or all the million other MLMs that there are out there. I will answer within seconds and tell you no, hun. Like, here are some really great lines that you can look at that are affordable. um, And then, you know, some more luxurious lines if yeah. that's you know what you want to do and i will say not everyone is as nice as us in doing that um don't toot my horn don't do it <laughs> okay i won't <laughs> but so some estheticians they're very much like i pay for this knowledge it's mine like if you want my knowledge you're gonna have to pay for it which is valid it i is fully very understand valid. that so if you have a local esthetician and you can't afford or don't have the time to go in and get a service a lot of estheticians now are doing virtual consultations so if you reach out to one and they're like i'm not gonna tell you that do a virtual consultation usually they're free or cheaper yeah some Um, of them are a little expensive so what i will say is like your smaller estheticians yeah i mean i definitely will give them a message either of us yeah give them a follow like their posts, interact. That's a good way to that support means the most to us anyway. <laughs> to support a business without having to pay if you can't afford yeah. to. Um, so if you want answers to your questions, I mean, obviously, don't expect every esthetician to like bow down to you immediately because we yeah. do have paying clients that we have to worry about. Yeah. Um, but most likely, someone will reach out to you and give you good advice on what to do if yeah. if you're actively looking for it. But you're not going to get good skincare advice from someone that has no formal education on skincare has not worked on a client a day in their life was recruited by their best friend kelly (laughs) you know that's not kelly (laughs) there is not a kelly but you know (laughs) allegedly (laughs) there's not that was a joke there's really no kelly we don't know kelly i mean i know kelly but she is not in time (laughs) alone But (laughs) my point being is put your confidence in someone who was trained, Yeah, you know, and get advice that way. I'm not saying that that advice is going to be perfect every single time. Skincare is really just a detective game. It is a detective (laughs) game. It's a wave. It's up, it's down, it's sideways, it's all around. Sometimes there's rub currents, sometimes there's tidal waves. And, you know, sometimes... The advice that you're given is going to work amazing, and sometimes it's it's going to make everything worse. Yeah. But do a little bit more in- investigation. Don't discount other people's, you know, experiences yeah. with MLMs. I feel like people try really hard to talk about their really bad experiences with MLMs, and they get shut down so quickly yeah. by these mobs of people mm-hmm. that are currently in the MLM trying to silence them. Yeah. That's a red flag, babes. Like, <laughs> that really is. So, that really covers my thoughts on MLMs. I know it's yeah. a little scattered, but if you can follow, not good. 
not good. The yeah, moral of the story, good. no. It's not even an affordable option for people. If you are looking for some more affordable options, the we're going to share those next. Yeah, the drugstore exists. Yes. Also not drugstore, but like kind Which of. for like easily accessible yes. product. A lot more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what people don't really tend to understand when it comes to drugstore versus your medical lines yeah. is your medical grade lines are not going to be found at Ulta, Sephora, CVS, Walgreens, Targets, Walmarts, if I haven't said that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to be found really in stores. They are going to be found either specifically on on their websites or at one of their retail licensed professionals yeah. that carries the line specifically. So where drugstore comes in is if you're if, if you're not able to afford medical because honestly medical can be very, very expensive. Yeah. It does not mean that it's always better. It just means that it's, you know, made with a medical team behind it yeah essentially so if you are looking for some more affordable options megan and i do have some that we mm-hmm. would love to share with you and kind of give our thoughts on megan do you have like an all-time favorite one yeah so one that um and if you're one of my clients you know i've told you about it um naturium hmm. i love that line it is one their packaging is super cute but also i love their products i think they're great um, I've used them, I've had clients use them, and big fan. So I love that one, and then blanking. Hmm? I'm blanking. You're I'm, blanking on your yeah, second one? I forgot my second one. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't prepared. <laughs> All right, when it comes for, when it comes to my favorite ones, um, I'm honestly a little difficult, I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've been in this world for such a long time, and I, I have the privilege of having a rep in my close circle yeah. that, you know, was connected to a very great medical line, and so I didn't really have to run around in the drugstore for too many years until yeah. I was blessed with my Well, also, I feel like, line. too, when... So, I mean, as we talked about in our first episode, like, we have two very different skin concerns. So, I feel yeah. like it would be good to give, like, the lines from our different perspectives. Yeah. So, for me, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to be your best bet at, like, what to get at Walmart. Because, yeah. babe, I haven't strolled the skincare aisles at yeah. Walmart in, like, a long time. And that's not, you know me trying to make you feel bad whatsoever it's just it's just when like we have a lot easier access to the medical grade lines yeah. than most so. i have like too much skincare so like i'm not i'm not on the prowl for yeah, more you're not hunting it down <laughs> no but i will say some of my favorite ones that i have found in the last couple months in particular would be good molecules mm, i yes okay. i wouldn't consider them necessarily drugstore but you can find them at ulta yeah and they are very affordable. They mm-hmm. their products range, I think, anywhere from like eight dollars to like third not thirty. Around like twenty five dollars. Yeah. They're really like very, very affordable. Um and I love their ingredient lists. Yeah. I love the way they break it down. They make it so readable 
and just easy for your everyday consumer to mm-hmm. look at and to understand. So I've heard really good things about their yerba mate eye cream. I've not tried that, but it's I do. On my list I do own their brightening toner, mm. and they're nice in my brightening toner. Toner, oh, and nice. it's phenomenal. I love it. It's great, and I'm not a big fan of toners. So, the fact that I like that one means yeah. a lot. But yeah, Good Molecules is one that I would 100% endorse. Like, mm-hmm. hey, go check them out if you need good skincare on a tight, tight budget. Yeah, that's going to be a really good friend. And another brand that's a little bit, you know, more pricey. They're definitely not necessarily drugstore, but they are like fairly small. And I think should get a little bit more hype is Alpaline Beauty. I've heard of that one. So they are fairly new to Sephora. I think they were introduced to Sephora like in the last year or two. Mm-hmm. Like they hit Sephora's shelves. Now, like I said, they are a little bit more on like pricier side. They're definitely nowhere hitting medical yeah um but their their stuff ranges from around i think their cheapest product that i see is 28 dollars, and it'll go all the way through about 80 dollars. so you know there's some good options there they're very clean they are um organic and they are made in the u.s they're i think their headquarters is in jackson hole Wyoming. Wyoming. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And so I've tried quite a few few of their things. I've tried a cleanser of theirs, an eye cream of theirs, and a serum. And they all of them were phenomenal. I yeah. had a great time using all of their products. And that's something that, you know, I recommend for my clients that aren't able yeah. to afford the medical stuff. Because I'm not saying that medical things, you know, are like $300 a product. Some are. But... Yeah. They are definitely on the pricier side. So those are two of my, like, favorite ones that just come to the top of my head. The Inky List is another one um, Mm. that I've heard really good things about and really like. I feel like they're an affordable, very affordable range as well. And then also La Roche-Posay. I feel like that's a really good one. I have a lot of people ask about skincare for, like, kids. Yeah. And, like, tweens and stuff. That's a really good starter line. I really like them. They're hyaluronic acid. One of my favorites. Yeah, really good. And then Youth to the People. No? Mm-mm. They're green food, super Mm-mm. super green food cleanser. Mm-mm. Gave me cystic acne. Really? Gave me like full on blown cystic acne. I've never had cystic wow. acne in my life. I worked at Sephora. So like okay. story time. <laughs> if you're interested, <laughs> stick around. Um, I've I'll, had like, I have a lot of clients on and their skin's like no, amazing. It's so bad. Granted, this was a couple years ago, so maybe their formula changed, but yeah. um, I, it scarred me. I worked at but Sephora. But see, this is what I mean, too. Like, something that works for me or something yeah, else might not. not work for you. So that's 100%. what we mean when we say it's, like, a detective game. And this is this is really going to explain a good bit. So, like, if you're curious as to, like, why a certain line might not work for you, hear me out. So, back in 2016, 2015... Mm-hmm. I was working at Sephora and I was loving my discount. It was not great, but I loved it. (laughs) And I was buying so much stuff, but I was always really, really careful when it came to skincare because my skin is always a little bit problematic. Yeah. So I was mainly buying makeup all the time and this was my first like dive into skincare at Sephora. So up until this point, my acne was fully under control. It was doing great. My skin was looking good. And I decided to 
change and use the Youth to the People Superfruit Kale Cleanser. Yeah. Literally have that burned into my memory. I feel like I have it. Yeah. It literally burned. I want to touch it. <laughs> and one of my best friends also bought that same cleanser with me at the same time. We went to the mall together. We bought them together. Yeah. And we went home super excited, ready to try this, like, super organic, friendly brand. Yeah. Within a week, my skin lost its everlasting mind. And as an esthetician, I will tell you, trying new products, this can happen. Like, yeah. your, your face can start breaking out more. It can get a little bit drier. Normally, you have to give your skin about a 30-day grace period when yeah. it comes to new products to actually test them out. I gave this product, I think, maybe two and a half weeks because by the end of week one, my acne had turned into full-blown, like, cystic acne. Wow. I was having cystic pustules all over the sides of my cheek, and I have never, ever, ever, ever in my life had cystic acne. I have always had just, like, grade one to two yeah. acne. So hitting cystic was terrifying yeah. for me. Um, so I panicked and I talked to my friend and I was like, how's your skin doing? And she was like, I'm breaking out so bad. Wow. So the next day we went to Sephora, we returned it all. And within the next month, the it, acne it was subsided. It was completely gone. Wow. Yeah. I did not have that issue at all. <laughs> and here's here's what I want to go with I don't tell people like hey stay away from youth to the people they're yeah. the worst brand in the world that's not what I'm saying I'm saying one formulas change a lot so what maybe was in their formula in 2016 might not be what's in their formula in 2023 yeah and if it works for you phenomenal yeah but here's the thing my skin does not love organic brands does not love vegan mm -hmm. brands so for my skin to like the organic vegan brands takes a lot it has mm -hmm. to be a really great formulation which is why i applaud alpaline beauty because they are i believe in a fully organic vegan brand yeah. my skin really enjoyed it skin is like that some skin yeah loves like all the organic products the vegan products they live off of that and some skin requires the stronger chemicals the stronger yeah. acids the more like made in a lab lines and that's totally fine that does not make you and i will you. say too like because i know i've had a lot of clients that are like oh i need all natural i need to be organic because they're like afraid you know of mm -hmm. chemicals like don't, not all chemicals don't are bad be, for you literally water is a chemical like don't mm -hmm. be afraid of chemicals i know a lot of times when we use the words like acids too like people tend to panic and freak out a little bit like acids are great yeah they're they, really good for your skin they can definitely take a sour turn but so can organic things like if you struggle if you struggle with uh fungal acne mm -hmm. organic skincare is not your friend no. it has higher concentrations of yeast yeah they expire quicker um your skin can suffer very very quickly yeah from using that then so what you might need is a more acidic chemically you know mm -hmm. based line and that's okay that doesn't you know make your skin worse than someone else's yeah it's just your body's preference and that's okay yeah and so yeah that's my experience with youth to the people yeah so i don't that's not a brand that i necessarily am like yes because <laughs> that was my only experience yeah. and i always you know speak from experience so that's also too i think a good note to take from that is like take everything with a grain of salt yeah. you know what i mean because obviously i had a good experience with it i've had clients with good experiences with it and she's like it ruined my whole life so <laughs> <laughs> i'm willing to try you again you to the people if you want to like slide into my dms <laughs> send me something i will make my husband try it out first so if it screws his skin up you know we're fine 
I can fix it. <laughs> but she said, I could take a little hush money. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But like, I am willing to always give things another opportunity. Yeah. Um, and see if it works out. Although I will say, anytime I do give things another opportunity, I do try it on my test dummies first. <laughs> because, babe, I see clients all day. I can't be looking all types of crazy. Yeah. That's just not, mm -mm, that's not right. <laughs> mm -hmm. how, are you to, how are you supposed to put your, like, skin into my hands if I look like I'm about to, like, just explode <laughs> with acne? <laughs> yeah. It's just not, it's not cute. Mm -hmm. But, I would agree. The La Roche-Posay that's mm -hmm. a great starter brand. I, I recommend it to quite a few of my clients as an affordable option, specifically yeah. their hydrating cleanser. I think yeah. it's one of my favorite ones to recommend. Whenever my skin's, like, really freaking out, I always go back to that one. I'll say Peach and Lily. Again, oh, I, I have heard good things about that one, too. They are a little bit more of a pricier brand, but um, amazing stuff. I think you can find them at Sephora I don't, and... Ulta? Yes. At, at Ulta, maybe not Sephora. But Let me ask you real quick. What are your thoughts on the CosRx snail mucin? I think it's fine for some people and really bad for others. Yeah. I have a client right now on one of their products and her skin is loving it. Yeah. But I've had multiple clients on it that, that yeah, oh it. my god. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you have really dry, mm -hmm. sensitized skin, that could be a really good option just because it's so thick Yeah, <laughs> is a good way to, I think, put it. Um, but if you have more oily, more congested skin. Kind of stay away. I kind of stay away. Exactly. I don't think that's really your friend. Yeah. And really, like, that that's what it is with a lot of products and, like, dry skin. I think dry skin tends to get away with more than what 100%. oily acne process gets away with. Yeah. Like, you got away with putting coconut oil on your face. For years. For years. If I put <laughs> coconut oil on my face years. for a day, yeah, I'm done. I'm yeah. going to the dermatologist the next day being put on, like, tretinone and every single possible yeah, <laughs> acne medication you can think of. For years. Years. Yeah. So, dry your skin. You really, I mean. You have some more wiggle room. You have a lot more wiggle room than you do when you have oily, acneic skin. Mm -hmm. But... I think this is kind of like a, a decent place to kind of segue into our preferred lines yes. <laughs> and what we use in our treatment rooms and what we recommend to our clients on a, you know, a daily basis, really. Yeah. Megan, we carry different lines. Yes. And we've tried many different lines. I don't think this yeah. is your, the only line that you've worked with. Am no, I, I actually have started integrating a couple more okay. different lines as well. Um, I currently use Glymed Plus, Hale and Hush, hmm. and then I'm testing out some of Skinscript products. Okay, I've fun. heard some mixed, mixed reviews I've on Skinscript. Um, I'm not trying their enzymes because I love my Hale and Hush enzyme. Mm -hmm. I'm staying away from Skinscript. <laughs> but their masks, I'm using two of their masks right now and love. Love it? Love. Like I have, I've used them on like my most sensitive clients and like their skin gets so hydrated and like reacts very well to it. Wonderful. So love it. I'm using the golden honey and the elderberry one. Okay. Anyways, not to get into specifics, but <laughs> I, yeah, so I'm really loving that the Hale and Hush line that I'm using, I started integrating it again because I have so many sensitized clients. 
As do um, I. Yeah, it's really crazy. I feel like, you know, I've discovered a lot of people use those at-home eyebrow razors on their face. and 100%. The cause 100%. of a lot of it. Um, Hold on. People, Hold on a second. Actually, I can't get up. I have too many cables. But... <laughs> I you have know what we're talking about. I have those razors right over there, and it's not it's not for use. No, she's not here. No, 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 babe. I am a uh, licensed tattoo artist, and so <laughs> I tattoo brows. Like I, you know, yeah, do microblading and all that jazz. And sometimes I need to shave a couple little hairs down here because we can't wax right before that. Mm-hmm. So I have those, but that is not the same thing as a actual dermaplane like yes. that they are not the same not whatsoever okay. not at all so don't use those if you're using them stop but anyways so hail and hush i love especially because you know sometimes you get those clients that are like very red after like no matter what you do like, rosacea not even rosacea just like the very sensitive reactive clients that you just like broken skin barriers yeah hail and hush has been great for them i love them they're super gentle super hydrating um, they originally were created for oncology clients. Oh, super, super fun. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So I love having them on. They're truly amazing. And then Glymed Plus, I they were the first line I brought on when I went solo. They are my OG love them. And I chose them, one, because I follow a lot of estheticians who right. use Glymed Plus, and I've seen their results, and it was just... No question, was that like the first line that you used in, you know, I guess in the field? No, I actually have never <laughs> worked at a spa that used Glymed. Glymed. Okay. Um, I like ordered some for myself, but never worked somewhere that used them. So obviously I saw the results from other estheticians, was like really blown away, like wow, that's great, love to offer that. And then also I love them because one thing about my treatments is they, and like my whole thing, is it's all customizable. Mm -hmm. It is all custom cocktail to your skin. And that's what I love about Climate is like they have a skin <laughs> Skin care is not one size fits all. Yeah. And so they specifically formulate their products to be cocktailed and mixed together mm -hmm. um honestly with caution you know <laughs> but you know they're always putting out these like specific cocktails for people to use like if you have anti-aging concerns acne like here's what you can mix together if you have an acne client with a broken barrier here's what you can mix mm -hmm. to give them the best results so they give you like kind of guidelines yeah. to work with yeah and obviously once you learn the products and formulations and ingredients you know how to work them together mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's why I brought them on is because of their customizable approach. Very cool. Yeah. I have a very different yeah. <laughs> setup going on than Megan. Um, so my facials are very, they used to be a lot more customizable, mm -hmm. but I, I found that that didn't really work the best for me in the way that I work specifically in my clients. I deal with a lot more, I mean, my biggest section of my clientele is acne. Mm-hmm skin acne prone skin i mean that's what i've dealt with so of course that's what i'm gonna yeah. attract the most of and with acne prone skin i just have found that you know having a routine a regimen that they mm -hmm. they go with when they are in the treatment room just leads to better faster results yeah. 
So my facials have protocols. I'm not saying that they are like yeah. dead on the strictest protocol thing in the world because of course if I see your skin and you booked, you know, for example, my um, brightening facial and I don't think that's, I don't even have a brightening facial anymore. My golden hour facial. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, cute. I love yeah. that. <laughs> we, we changed the names. Pardon me if I don't remember them all. <laughs> but if I have a client that books that and, you know, I look at their skin and I'm like, babe, that's not what your skin needs. You really need an oxygen treatment. Right. I'm going to advise you on that and then we're going to, you know, suit as followed. And the products that I use are always tailored to the yeah. skin type that's in front of me, regardless of the facial that we book. That's one of the best things about working for yourself is that you don't have to follow yeah. such strict protocols. I've, really I've always had to around. follow really strict protocols yeah. um, everywhere that I worked, I think, except for one place. And so I think I do enjoy having a protocol, and so that's why my facials are curated, but they are curated specifically so that you can look at it and evaluate what you really need. Because the majority of people, I mean, at the end of the day, you know your skin better than I know it upon mm-hmm. the first visit. Because you yeah. see it every day, I'm seeing it for the first time. So if you can go on my website and, you know, look at, oh, this applies for grade acne grades one and two, congested, textured skin. Yeah. That sounds like me. You're going to book that. Um, and I just get the better results that way. But I work with a line called cosmetics which is a medical grade line mm-hmm. and i've worked with them for a very long time personally like on a personal yeah. level um like i said their rep was a family friend of mine and so i got introduced to them when i was like 16 years old <laughs> yeah so i've been using them for a very very long time and i love the line and you know there are things that i love and that i don't love right and that just happens with every line but the reason I brought them on really is just because I've had so much personal experience with them that I felt the most comfortable bringing them on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, starting a business is a very scary thing, and there are just so many unknowns that I yeah. wanted to have one known thing. Yeah. Right? And so for cosmetics, or for me, cosmetics was the known thing. Yeah. I knew the line. I knew most of the products, like the back of my hand, so I knew I was going to feel comfortable there. Right. But. I mean, I have so many sensitive clients as well, yeah. and I will say, like, cosmetics is a, it's a wonderful line, but it's very active. It has mm-hmm. a lot of acids, and it is more um, chemical-based. I mean, they are they do have a lot of plant-based products, but they're, they're strong. Yeah. So for me, I have a harder time when it comes to my really sensitized clients mm-hmm. because you're going to leave a little red. We're going to have to work yeah. to get you to a place where your barrier is good and we're not leaving, you know, like a cherry tomato. Exactly. (laughs) But I think that comes with a lot of different lines. Yeah, and if you are someone who's looking at going solo, I really recommend finding one line. Mm -hmm. A line that also focuses a lot on education for the esthetician. Yeah. And has a lot of, um, like, continuing ed and just, like, training and classes. For sure. For you. But, like, pick one that you really like and connect with and stick to it like I just in the last month brought on those two new lines and it's just because I've started to cherry pick where I saw some gaps yeah in my current line and so I'm just you know cherry picking and I will eventually bring in bring in a second line I do um back bar 
have technically a second line. Yeah. I use Eminence a lot of their products. Yeah. Um, that's a line that I've experienced in the field, and I absolutely love them. They yeah. were a super organic line. I love Eminence, And too. so I really enjoyed having the two next to each other because one is a little bit more active mm -hmm. and chemical-based, and the other one's very natural and organic. So I have a couple products in back bar size, you know, yeah. <laughs> so that I can use that in the treatment room. And I find yeah. that that's very helpful, but definitely for new estheticians, if you're looking to bring in a line, do a lot of research, um, bringing on a medical grade line is, is a lot of fun, but it's also very expensive, especially if you're going to do retail. So evaluate if that's something that you can do at the moment. Like Megan, for example, yeah, does so not. That's actually another reason why I chose Limed yeah. is because they offer drop shipping. So it's I didn't like it's not like I had to invest in a ton of retail right away, especially without knowing what my true clientele base was going to be. Exactly. Because um, I didn't want to you know bring on thousands of dollars worth of retail, and then not have the people to sell it to. You and know what I, I mean? brought on thousands of dollars of retail, <laughs> but I kind of you know was given a break because again that family friend. So in the beginning I didn't have to invest a whole invest as much as your traditional esthetician with yeah. no connections <laughs> would have to but yeah. um she's no longer with the company so your girls you're like i gotta figure someone out <laughs> yeah your girl's gonna have to figure something out because it is a lot and it yeah. is hard but you know i do well selling my mm -hmm. retail um i don't buy retail every week or every month and i really do wait until my stock is completely depleted Whoa in order to do and another. And it is nice to have retail yeah. in suite, because I mean, even I sell some of your stuff too. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, Again, I am not an MLM. I did not recruit her to sell anything. One, I am gonna bring that back. Oh, no, don't worry, I'll demo you later. Girl, <laughs> stop trying to get me into trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we, we share a space, and so, so her clients see my products, yeah. and Megan knows, you know, the quality of my work. Yeah. So, there's been times where she's texted me like, hey, do you have a product for um, redness, redness or, like or hyperpigmentation? Yeah, for hyperpigmentation. And I'll be like, yes, girl, this one is great yeah. if your client needs one today. Because sometimes, you know, you run out of your favorite serum or your favorite yeah. moisturizer and you need something. Yeah. Like today, today. Because I will say like drop, like doing the drop shipping and having it accessible for clients, like it has its ups and downs. You know, some people prefer to go home and look at it, see it, and then order it and have it shipped to their house. But some people like to have it in their hand that day when they're leaving. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there's only ups and downs. Just do what feels right for your business, but also don't feel like you have to spend thousands right up front. You know? And if you do feel like you have to spend thousands right up front, that's great. Think about it. And then <laughs> if it still feels right, do it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the worst thing. I mean, I do it. And it's worked out for her. My business is, is doing well. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're, we're good. We're on the up and up. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, there were definitely moments where, like, once I had spent so much money, I was like, man, am I going to be able to sell this? Or am I just going to be, like, stuck Stop with, with 100 products that, like, yeah. don't really go with my skin? Yeah. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so just take your time. Do a lot of research and make sure whatever you use is, you know, accessible and... Mm -hmm. <laughs> is gonna work for a wide range of clients because you yeah. never know what you're gonna get. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I love it. I love that. Do you want some tea? <gasps> Do you have tea? I might have a little bit. All right, girl. Just a little sip. I actually don't even know if you even know about this. We have not. a couple minutes left, so. Slight. Why not? Okay, let's see. 
So it's about Clinique. Oh. And they, it's from May of 2021. Okay, okay so this is old. Yeah, it's a little bit old. Um, but as we know, Clinique is owned by Essay Lauder. Yes. Who, who is technically owned by, like, Colgate, I think? Sure. I don't. I, I could be completely wrong. Um, I don't know. I just know don't that. Don't quote me on they that. They own Clinique. But, and I don't know if you've heard about Essay Lauder's class action lawsuits. I have not. So, they've had some lawsuits for, um... Are you really a business if you don't have some lawsuits? I don't keep me for hours. <laughs> Just kidding. Ours are brewing already. Clinique stifing. But anyway. We get a cease and assist, a knock at the door on our next recording. <laughs> like, this is that guy. Ma'am, you've been subpoenaed. Anyways, anyways. So, Estee Lauder is, has had lawsuits for not fully disclosing their ingredient list. Oh. And bad so... Girl. You're yeah, doing naughty things, which like really sucks because you know we tell clients if you're gonna buy drugstore, just read the ingredient list, and it's like you, you can't, can't even trust that. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, Clinique is had a lawsuit. I don't know if it's still ongoing, but so they had the probiotic, um, like technology, mm-hmm. the redness solution daily relief cream. Okay. Because. And, you know, it's advertised to have the probiotic technology. Because I feel like that was a huge buzzword. Probiotics, yes. A couple years as ago. As well as antioxidants. But Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so they advertised probiotic technology. And there was no probiotics. Oh. At all. In the products. <laughs> I mean, Miss Ma'am, did you have to lie that hard? It, I'm sure it's not that hard to put one probiotic in there. Then you could and maybe call it dollars. For no probiotics when you're selling it as allegedly, allegedly, don't come for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I found that out um, a couple days ago that they were doing that. And I was like, you know, I never really liked Clinique, but now I know why. Yeah, that's some sketchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, get products that you can see a full ingredient list of. They're vegan face powder actually contain an animal-based ingredient as well. Dude, that is so sketchy. So maybe just stay away from Estee Lauder and Clinique. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> all of this. Just a cover word for all of it. Yeah, um, but that's kind of crazy because it's like, that's one of the things, especially, you know, people might have allergies or something. So yeah, for sure. That's something that you have to be so careful with and then for them to not even fully disclose that, like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's also some people's, like, genuine ethics is that, like, they yeah. are vegan, they don't want to use you know, animal tested products or animal containing products. And that's, that's totally valid. Yeah. That doesn't mean that every single line under the sun has to be vegan. vegan. I think you should definitely be cruelty free, but, uh, I don't know if you're, if these bunnies really need mascara put on them. Like that seems intense, but (laughs) a little bit, but I see so many companies doing the same thing where yeah. they're like, we're vegan, we're vegan. Mm-hmm. Babe, that does not mean that what you're putting in there is actually good for you. And I mean, if you can yeah. lie about it, then like, what's the point? Right. Like, what is... What well, is that's the, the other thing with the difference between drugstore and medical grade is the drugstore, I don't think they have to prove anything. Yeah. To like the FDA or anything. They can just kind of put out whatever. That's lovely. So please so. do your research at the end, end of the day. Research. Be your own advocate for your own skin. And like we said earlier, we're here too. If you ever have any questions, I mean, we've dedicated our lives 
yeah, to for this. Sure. So if you ever have any questions, I always tell my clients too, like if you're at the drugstore and you're looking at a product and you're not sure, send me a text. Be like, is this good? Just send me a text. Just ask. I always tell my clients, like, hey, like, after we're done with the treatment, if you want to send me a picture of your skincare, mm-hmm. I will try to get back to you. Now, you know, sometimes people fall through the cracks into that. I am so sorry. But I do try. <laughs> like, I do try very adamantly to get back to every single one of my clients. That might take me a couple weeks. Yeah. But I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll know. <laughs> but I always tell my clients, just don't move unless I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Until you get a yes from me. Don't repurchase it because exactly. we don't. I don't want you spending the money on something that's terrible for you. Right. But yeah, like reach out to your local estheticians mm-hmm. or you know, book a virtual consultation if you're far away from one, mm-hmm. and just learn. Like yeah. go on Google and if you have an ingredient that you're not sure about, you know, research it. Mm-hmm. Look at the pros and look at the cons, and then you know, weigh it against your own yeah. situation and your own judgment, and go from there. Exactly. Well, I know this was a long one, but thank you for joining us on today's episode. And we hope that you learned something. Just one thing. One thing. And that is to block. (laughs) Delete. Delete. Bye. And move on. (laughs) That's the one thing that you have to learn from this episode. That's it. Literally only thing. What should they comment down below today? Oh, okay. Send a lesson with bubbles. Maybe a little pink. I got or I favorite colors. We got a comment. Someone said pink. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we should do like the fall leaf emoji. Yeah. Manifest. Comment your fall vibes. Like whatever gives you fall vibes, comment it down below. If you're listening on YouTube, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, send good vibes. Send your fall vibes because yeah, we're trying to do a little manifestation. We're in the south, and it is. Like, 96 degrees out here. It's, it's 96 it's degrees rough. and hurricaning. Yeah, that's lovely. So. So, <laughs> prayers for anyone in Florida. <laughs> They're okay. Yeah. Trying to say this without laughing, but, like, Florida, Actually, legitimately. They no, need a break. They do need a break. But Florida gets hit with hurricanes, like, constantly. Every three to five business days. So. <sighs> Sorry, y'all. It's tough. But, yes. Prayers to anyone being affected by the hurricane and comment, you know, your fall vibes. Yes. Thank you for listening, and have a great rest of your day. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.